This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Quick note, I wanted to drop in our boy Paxton Pomacall has signed a new four-year contract with FC Dallas with a club option for 2027. So the guy we've had on a ton. Did you say Mbappe? Not Mbappe. I know Just him. yet is Paxton Pomacall staying with FC Dallas. Now it's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Thank you very much, Kevin Hagelin, for that. And I really You're appreciate welcome. it, man. I just, I'm, I'm in the midst of reading a piece from Patrick Walker on DallasCowboys.com that breaks down the... The whole Niners team, man. Very okay. good work. Uh, if you get an opportunity to read that, I did retweet it. Uh, so that's a good uh, good option for you. Now, Mike, you're a you're a Mavericks fan, correct? Is that what I'm gathering based on hearing yeah. you most of the day today? Yes. Okay. Does I'll that mean you're what, a basketball fan also? I do like basketball a lot. I will okay. tell you this. In your C block, if and when Luca leaves because Mark couldn't figure it out, that will end my Mavs fandom. Wow. Forever. Oh, my gosh. Breaking news. Will you pick a new team? Holy cow. Whatever team just, Luka goes to? I'll just kind of be the, I just want to watch the best players play. But I will probably cheer for Luka and his new team. That will probably be my new team. And then you'll probably, find, like, once he retires, it'll kind of be the Mahomes type thing where you're just yeah. like, that's my favorite player. I'm going to kind of root for them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, wow. I thought this. I thought you might find this interesting. Or funny, because uh, I thought it was funny. And we were going to get into some Cowboys stuff as well. Stan Van Gundy tweeted this last night. I love this. I'm glad you're doing this. I, I forgot about putting this in Mike Likes It. 90s NBA teams had just a trainer and a strength coach. <laughs> they practiced more often, or practiced more often and harder, and played more back-to-backs. Teams now have huge medical and quote-unquote performance staffs and value rest over practice, yet injuries and games missed are way up. Something's not working, which I believe, Kevin, Mike has been saying these exact words for a long time. I love this. Kevin Durant then tweeted, Stan spitting, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) I like this. Watch this reaction, Kevin. Have Uh, you seen this Yes, I have. And then Stan Van Gundy (laughs) replied, no, I'm not criticizing players. I'm saying that we are getting something wrong in how we prepare and train players. We can't do anything about injuries like yours. He fell on your leg. But all of these groin hamstring injuries, etc., shouldn't be happening as much as they are, which then brought the all-too-well-known Kevin Durant burner account. Stan, I agree with you, LOL. And then Felipe said, spitting means you're speaking facts, Stan. And then Stan Van Gundy said, had no idea. And that's hilarious. Is that a pops moment? That is a pops moment. That was a pops (laughs) moment. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your ladies and gentlemen, is your pops moment of the day. I think we should get a big box of corn pops in here. And so when somebody has a 
pops moment. If they're in studio, we can give we them some. Give them if not, box. we can just hey, pour pops. a little out hey, for pops. them. Here's your pops moment. Hey, pops. I thought that was hilarious because you could tell Stan Van Gundy immediately was like, no, no, no. Hey, whoa, whoa, hold on. And he's I'm, like, I'm, no, I'm with you, man. This is so infuriating to me. The other day going to a Mavs game, Blake Griffin's career ended at 30 years old. Now, wait a second. He's had all this. We're going to give you games off. We're going to make sure everything's great. We're going to make sure you play till you're 40 years old. And that's the guarantee from all of. I mean, I hate using his name again, but Mark Cuban believes like yeah. I can have every player play till they're 40 years old and be premium. It's like, no, you can't. We're not doing anything better. We're not. Now, I know that we're trying for better nutrition and we're doing yoga and we're doing meditation and we have sports psychologists and all these things seem like good things. They are not helping. We still have the death of careers around their early 30s as good players. There's the rare Adrian Beltre here in Texas. Yeah. There's obviously the Dirk Nowitzki. Most likely, there's nothing you can do about Luka. His body will not be made for because he's a heavier guy, not fat or anything, but because he is a heavier guy. Probably at 35 years old, his career will end. Like, think of Kareem lasted into his 40s. Dirk lasted into 40. If you think of thinner guys, you know, they kind of sometimes can last longer. But there's nothing Mark Cuban can do, no matter what he believes. And all the nutrition and all of sitting out games and all of these things, sometimes... The body isn't made to go till 40 years old at a premium level. And all the, hey, I got, I, I won't use names because then I kind of out people, but it's like, well, we've been doing all of these things. And all, it's like, well, then how come all your pitchers get hurt? Mm -hmm. How, how now, yeah. Jacob deGrom, supposedly, he's had all these things. He's with the New York Mets. They have a lot of money. How come Jacob deGrom throws 100 innings every year? I thought, like, we're saying, look, man, if you throw him like Nolan Ryan, it'll just end his life. Yeah. <laughs> now, wait a second. We don't even allow the next Nolan Ryan to be Nolan Ryan. I guarantee you. Well, that's bad because last time I guaranteed, obviously, Dak didn't throw an interception. So I, as long as I don't say it as Charles Barkley, God has made another Nolan Ryan, and we refuse to let him be Nolan Ryan. I agree with you, man. I don't know if it was Max Scherzer. I don't know if it was Justin Verlander. I don't know who it was. But we limited them so much in the minor leagues, and we limited them so much in their major league career. We took that unbelievable guy that was going to throw 250-plus innings a year and do it for 15 to 20 years, and we limited them, and then it limits their body and what they can accomplish. And I think it's sickening that these new people think that they have the answer, like they found the fountain of youth, and yet you just look at all of the – Jacob deGrom, Blake Griffin. You can go down the list. You can probably name 150 guys over the last 10 years – Science has improved this so much. Well, then how the hell are all these guys falling off the table? Yeah, where's Kawhi's knee? Well, Mike. Thank you. That's a good, that's another good that one. That is a good Mike, we solved that problem. Might I interest you in some essential oils then? Maybe that'll be the key. Then they can play no. more often? Yeah, let's do it. I'm sure that's the cure. No, that, there's always something, man. They're, and they're trying to, I, I do appreciate that they're, the science is trying to do those things. Yeah. But man, even to the point you've made this for years. Guys now are even bigger, stronger, and faster than they ever were then, yeah. and so that's t that takes an effect on their bodies for I, sure. I just I think that if you if they were to say this, if Mark Cuban or the Rangers or the Cowboys were to say this, we're experimenting with different ways. We're going to try to do rest over extra practice, and we're going to see how it does. But we we have a theory on it, but we don't know. This is what real scientists do. Not Mark Cuban's not a scientist, and all these people that make up these things aren't scientists. There's these things that they have to test and find out over years. And then they go, ah, it didn't work. But you would swear 
that the people that say, hey, if if you only throw every sixth or seventh day in the major leagues, you're just going to be great and never have any injury. That's all that is is a theory. In fact, you're proving it to be wrong. Over the last decade, you are proving the less you pitch pitchers actually gets them hurt more. It does seem that way for sure. There's a fine line. Obviously, you can't pitch every third day, 200 pitches, but there's this, you're trying to find this thing. I'm glad you brought this up, Corey, because it just, it irks me to, to, to know, it just ticks me off without cussing, is they think they know and they don't know. You know, They don't know, and yet they pretend they do. I don't know. Just be man enough or woman enough to say, we have a theory, but we don't know. We're going to try it out because we don't want Larry Bird where his back went out on him. Maybe he ran stairs too much. Maybe he did this too much, and that hurt his back tremendously. But don't give me this BS. You know sitting out Luka 15 games a year is going to have him play till he's 45 years old. My ass. Woo! He's spitting right there, I think is what I took from that. Mike, that means that he agrees with what you're saying. I just wanted you to know that. Stop spitting. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) I feel like, yeah. Don't forget, Masterpiece of the Week tomorrow at about 1.30. Speaking of, at 1.30 today, Merton Hanks, former San Francisco 49er, will be joining us via Zoom. So you'll be able to check him out on the Twitch and YouTube as well as hearing him right here on the Odyssey app or yep. 105.3 The Fan on your terrestrial radio. Terrestrial. Oh. Terrestrial. Supposedly. Um, Sean and RJ were fantastic this morning and Bobby. When Jane popped in accidentally, I guess it was a surprise that she was showing up. That's awesome though that she was here. But they had a whales list of, uh, of guests today as well. And they've been killing it lately. Getting some guests. They had Greg Olson, who has covered a lot of Cowboys games this year. I don't know. Don't you feel like you've, it's been the Greg oh, Olson yeah. show all year? Which sometimes I still default to, oh, no, we're the B game. Yeah. Be- just because you got so used to Aikman and Buck doing it. And I know, obviously, they moved over. I'm on our Twitch. We just had a whale go across our screen. Awesome. Oh. Nice work. Oh, oh there it is. Oh, there it is. The show of whales. Whoa. It's a blue whale. That was cool. Ooh, what Jerry, are the gonna, what what other kinds of whales back. do you know? What killer else? whale, uh-huh. sperm whale, well, what kind of whale? Hammerhead whale, killer hammerhead whale, killer shark whale. What? That's not what? Grouper whale, <laughs> tilapia like, whale. No, time that, for Mike those are science fish. Right Shrimp whale. Aren't the last two fish? Lobster whale. Mike lobster whale. In the next Mike like science, we need to oh dive into God. more whales for sure. Never heard the wolf to a whale thing. No. The, um, I was taught at Texas Tech. I'm not sure it's right. Greg Olson was on today, and I this wasn't like a groundbreaking thing that he said, but I thought it was fantastic. Sean and Art, do you have the question, right, Joey? Yes. All right, yeah. this, just listen to this because it, it cracked me up. If you're Mike McCarthy and Brett Maher goes out there and misses his first extra point, do you go for two the rest of the day? Oh, man, that's why Mike McCarthy gets paid the big bucks. I'll tell you so what. So do you. Hey, you ain't broke. <laughs> True. I just thought that was hilarious because he didn't go, oh, shucks, guys. I don't have that much money. I don't make a lot of money to do these things. See, he answer it. He said true. Oh, yeah, true. he did eventually give an answer, but he goes true. At first, I <laughs> interpreted that as him, like, taking a shot at the Fox overlords for not paying him enough money. And he's like, oh, yeah, true. But upon listening again, no, it definitely feels like he's like, that's a good point. I and, make a bunch of money. Uh, hold on. Oh, I... 
also wanted to get to more of the Cowboys discussion, but Kevin, I think I'm just going to give the, 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 the table to you here or the podium to you. Because my question was, what what matchup do you want to see the Cowboys expose and abuse? And 877-881-1053, go ahead and text in your your options here. But as soon as I asked this question, Kevin, you lit up and you've been hot on this one all day long. The tight end, the tight end, the tight end. And like, I know there are plenty of people who are like, you need to let Dalton Schultz walk. Like, okay, I, I hear you. But this could be the game. If you didn't think Tampa was the game, I feel like everyone has holds the San Francisco defense in high regard. Do they not? Yes, absolutely. Yes, but listening to G-Bag, I'm not so sure. That might be a crosstalk question if do you think they're a good defense? Because I don't know Broadus's ranking on where he would put San Francisco. Because he's definitely talked about the corners that you can attack, yes. and, and I appreciate that. I also think the scheme, the way it's lined up, you have an opportunity for Schultz and maybe to a lesser extent Ferguson, though obviously you saw Ferguson with a an explosive play yes. from the tight end position against Tampa Bay is I am telling you, man, this is the game where I know it feels like usually a pass to Dalton Schultz is like a give up pass. This feels like a game where you could find something that's working and hit your 10 for 100 and a touchdown. With he had Schultz. two touchdowns. Yeah. Like, those weren't give-ups at all. That was it, definitely part of Dak you, going, I know where my guy exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. But you know what I know. In yes. the past, you're like, yes. oh, my God, the pressure's coming too fast. Dump it off. And, like, I don't think you saw that in the Tampa game. I think this is another game where I think that San Francisco uh, defense is very good. And, like, look, if you get protection, then it's a whole new ball game. And I definitely think you can win that game. But even if you don't get protection, I still think tight end is a spot where you can take advantage of this defense. So if I'm exploiting a matchup, it's having my tight ends go wild on them. From the 817 feed CD and Gallup. Hopefully Gallup like continues to get to progress here. He had a couple of good plays, man. I mean, again, I go back to it. He tightrope the end zone. I don't think he was out of bounds. You couldn't prove it to me anyway. And they couldn't prove it in the game. I and I'm I'm with people that say you can beat their secondary. Totally. But that is also at least partially contingent on how your pass protection looks, right? Absolutely. And, and I know that the Cowboys' pass protection has been looking really good. And so if you are able to hold them off, then again, whole new game. And I think maybe you could do some damage there, especially if Dak plays anywhere as good as he does against Tampa Bay. But, like, Nick Bosa is going to be Defensive Player of the Year for a reason. And... If they're getting consistent they pressure, the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean that might be true. If they're getting consistent pressure, I do think that Schultz Fergushot will be an opportunity to take advantage with those three. And in tomorrow in the C block, if we don't have a guest, we will be giving uh, Al Harris some flowers as he's done a tremendous job of coaching this secondary this year. Okay, outstanding stuff from the C block right there. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we will rank every potential Super Bowl matchup, or you can just tell us the one you want to see. Plus, Lake Highlands alum, All-Pro, 49er Super Bowl champ, and perhaps Corey's nemesis. It's Merton Hanks next on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. we got Merton Hanks coming up in just a few minutes. But before that... Wanted to run through an interesting piece I saw on Bleach Report where it ranks the Super Bowl matchups. And so I'm going to start with the first four of all the possible Super Bowl matchups. Tell me if you notice a theme here. Number 16, least desirable matchup. Jaguars versus 49ers. Then Jaguars versus Giants. Then Jaguars versus Cowboys. This makes no sense. What the hell? Jaguars versus Eagles. Now this they not know Sunshine Day? Here's what it says under Jaguars versus Eagles. Jags fans won't be happy with me for the first four listings here. Both of them will have to hit me up on Twitter again. Oh, my God. I mean, they have a tiny fan base. All right, what's his email? (laughs) I can tell you his name. What's his name? I don't know his name. It's Brad. Brad. Gagnon or oh Gagnon. Yep. What did you I say? Gagnon on this article. So G A G N O N. So it could be Gagnon. All right. They have 999,935 uh, people in their population as of, as of 2021. That entire, that entire county is fans of the Jags. All right. So that's at least a million fans. Mm, I don't think we should rule out some other people who are there for other reasons oh, that yeah. we might have to discuss at another point. All right. Illegal things. No, not that. Oh. Is all right. I'm going to move through the next four unless there's one you want to stop on. All right. Number 12, <laughs> you're a jerk. <laughs> Bengals versus the Eagles. Number 11, Bengals versus the Giants. Number 10, Chiefs versus the Giants. And number nine, Bengals versus the Cowboys. So you see. He's got the Bengals then as the next least what? interesting team as three of their four matchups are in the bottom half. How fun was the Kansas City Bengals game last it was year? Was blast. And to be honest, the I mean the the Super Bowl was a blast. Did the Super Bowl have down numbers? 
Do you do you remember? I don't remember that. Because I felt like I was question. I was as invested in the Super Bowl as I've ever uh, been, but obviously that was because obviously the those guy. were two of the not so popular teams in the yes. NFL. I get that Cincinnati doesn't have a national following and neither does the LA Rams. So maybe it was down a little bit. You didn't have Tom Brady in the game or Patrick Mahomes or a big time franchise in the game. By the way, about the Bengals and Bills, I forgot to bring this up today and maybe we'll talk about it more tomorrow. Isn't it amazing that every time we look at these TVs that are on NFL Network and ESPN and one other sports channel is that the Bengals versus the Bills is getting no love? I think that's the best game. If Tampa Bay would have beat the Cowboys, which they didn't even come close to, but if that would have happened, I think they would be talking a lot about the Bengals not being in a neutral site and that they're having to go to Buffalo and Allen versus Burrow is just a, a premium matchup. I think they would get talked about a lot, but because it's Cowboys 49ers, they're like, listen, nothing else matters. Literally, that's the game where a person, DeMar Hamlin, almost died on the field and they had to stop the game and they had to redo on a Friday afternoon how the whole AFC playoffs would even go. Yeah. Where, where it's like, what happens to Buffalo? What happens to Cincinnati? What happens to Kansas City? They had all these things. And here it is. Buffalo versus Cincinnati rematch on Sunday, and it's like, who cares? That is... Because the Cowboys are playing the 49ers? Exactly. That is the power of the Cowboys. But I have to tell you, I am super in on that. All right, we move into the top eight. Bengals versus 49ers. That would be a rematch of multiple Super Bowls, but obviously a very iconic Super Bowl the there. The John Candy Super Bowl. Yes. And then number seven, the Bills versus the Giants. Maybe the, like, tensest ending to a Super Bowl ever. Number six, Bills versus Eagles. So... I have no interest in that. No? No. Mostly because you said Eagles. You love the Eagles. You rooted for them for a Super Bowl championship. I mean, if it would have somehow been them against Tom Brady all over again. Never forget that not only is Kevin a huge Steelers fan, Yeah. he also is a huge Eagles fan. He said that once. That was a... Yeah, I was reading a text. And he rooted for them in a Super Bowl that... I don't know how anybody could root for for the Eagles. I really don't. I don't get it, man. I can't. I get it. I do. Oh, you know what? Corey, he's here. Lake Highlands alum, all pro, 49ers Super Bowl champion, and perhaps Corey's nemesis. We still need to figure that out. It's Merton Hanks. Good afternoon, sir. Hold on. Hold on one second. Carter is still connected. There you go. Okay, there we go. How's everybody doing today? We're doing good, and I hope you still want to continue the interview after this question. Did the Cowboys just retire your good buddy, Tom Brady? I I think that uh, Tom has played for a very long time. I think that Tom's going to take some time and, 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 uh, 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 look at what he wants to do next because his options, quite frankly, from his vantage point, I would uh, assume are all good. Sure. Whether he stays with Tampa, uh, whether he moves to, to another team or moves into uh, uh, the broadcast booth, uh, he doesn't have a bad play in, in that respect. But uh, you got to give uh, Dallas all the credit in the world. Dak uh, uh, looked like the Dak we all have come to expect and love, quite frankly. Uh, um, just a machine. He was on fire, uh, putting the ball exactly where it needed to be, be placed on every pass. I did. I probably saw three bad passes out of him the whole game. 
Uh, so really, really excited about uh, his play. Uh, actually, I've really enjoyed the, the Cowboys defensive front, uh, how they got after Brady. Uh, anybody watching that game, uh, as you can imagine, we always have a plethora of texts flying back and forth and so on and so forth. Uh, uh, amongst the peer group and 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 uh, the takeaway certainly from my vantage point is that uh, the Cowboys uh, uh, kind of showed Brady's age uh, uh, really couldn't uh, move and and they really got after moved him off his spot and and consequently Brady was off target out of sync however you want to phrase it uh, he was not his normal self and and in part that was due to the Cowboys defensive passion. Merton Hanks joining us here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan. And Merton, you know how I feel about you on the field, uh, off the field. I, I think you won me over the last time we spoke, and I was really, really happy about that, that we had a human connection there. Uh, somebody did ask uh, earlier, did you grow up, because you grew up in Lake Highlands, did you grow up a Cowboys fan? And I I don't think we ever addressed that last time. No, my, my mother's a Cowboys fan, but I'm not. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, What's inter- what's interesting is uh, obviously you're familiar obviously with the area where we grew up it's kind of Stoltz Road right in between Greenville and uh, uh, Coit Royal Lane that area yes uh, you know Rob Robert Newhouse Rod Newhouse Newhouse family uh, my good friend uh, uh, and teacher Doug Adams and Dwayne yeah. Tanner and I that he would we would referee uh, Roger Staubach's kids soccer games and, and, oh. and those type of things so. Tony Dorsett obviously would be in the barbershop with us and so on and so forth. So the individual players that we had the great opportunity to grow up with that were in our community, uh, uh, love those guys to death uh, to this day, but cheering individually for the Cowboys. No, I, I can't say that. Oh my case. Gosh. Okay. I want to follow up about that. Cause I feel like we've had this debate before, but your mom would be rooting for you in all of these NFC championship games, right? Uh, she would be rooting for my health uh, to make sure I came through healthy. But she would she would she would uh, be rooting for the Cowboys. What? No question about that. Well, I mean, like I've always said, man, it's the laundry a lot of times. Wow. Now, Merton, a lot of people we've been kind of having this discussion back and forth all day. Is like, hey, who's going to cover Debo Samuel? And as a guy that would have had the opportunity to maybe even line up against him or try to stop him, I'm less concerned about covering him and more concerned about tackling him how would you how would you if you I mean when you were playing safety how would you approach a guy like Debo well I think I think let's let's back up a little bit in in that in that respect I think you have to approach the 49ers more as a formation issue as opposed to an individual player issue uh uh, uh Debo's not going to uh, obviously, your fan base is well-schooled in, in offensive terminology. Debo's not going to line up at the X receive, receiver position off the ball 80% of the time. Uh, 49ers are going to go with certain formations. And I think you're going to, from a defense standpoint, you're going to have to play the formations first and then adjust to who's in those formations. Uh, uh, watching the 49ers against uh, the last opponent they had, Christian McCaffrey, for instance, kind of in a slot position. They fake a pitch, uh, I believe, to Mason one way and hit hit uh, McCaffrey on a quick slant. That's a formation issue. So uh, while you always have to be aware where people are at, I, I think the Cowboys, first and foremost, as they're breaking down film on the 49ers, they need to really hone in, in my opinion, on what do they like to do out of certain formations, and then we can focus in on 
who's in those particular positions. As as a as a former safety, do you kind of admire what Dan Quinn has done? I mean, he's got, sometimes he's got four safeties on the field yeah. uh, running that out there because he's like, I, I want big that can also match up with these receivers as well. Well, well, that's an- another reason. Uh, again, uh, you know, I, I think it's obvious who I'm cheering for, but at the same time, I, I got to give credit where due. Al Harris, the defense backs coach for the 49ers has, uh, or for the Cowboys, has done a phenomenal job. Uh, uh, he's got those young men playing exceptionally well, and 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 Dan Quinn has really turned that front seven loose. It doesn't hurt that you got a full four. 40 guy in, in number 11 coming around the corner. Uh, 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 he helps everybody be probably a little better than what they really are outside of Marcus Lawrence, who I just think that that, that guy's a stud. So uh, they got great pass rush. Uh, uh, they, they've got, uh, uh, in my opinion, opportunistic secondary play that are playing really well right now. Uh, again, if they hone in on the formations of what the 49ers are trying to get done, uh, I think they'll show up and do okay. We, we were talking a lot about the, you know, the back-to-back-to-back NFC Championship games. I get why 94 would stand out for you. I was just kind of curious, maybe this wasn't the case as much in 92, but in 93 and 94, were those games like, well, we know this is essentially the Super Bowl. Like, was that ever discussed, or was that the general vibe going in? Because, like, as a fan, I was younger, but that was my take on it. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the general vibe. I think that'd be accurate to say. And you never want to disrespect the Super Bowl by saying this is a Super Bowl, but you knew that you were going to have to put forth a Herculean effort uh, uh, if you wanted to advance. Uh, to this day, I, you know, outside of certainly the 1994 49er team, that that 90, what was that 92 team yeah. uh, when Dallas when we played Dallas in San Francisco? That's that's the best football team outside of that Super Bowl team I've ever played and, and really thought that uh, uh, it would have represented NFC well. Uh, kudos to the Cowboys for for coming in and doing what they need to do to win that game. So just tremendous. I, I really look forward to it because this, this is good for business, as I like to say. Oh, yeah. It's the NFL is a better product when you have the Cowboys playing well and you have the 49ers playing well. And when you have those teams able to meet in the playoffs, uh, I, I saw a great stat the other day that you can you you have a rivalry for every generation. You got a rivalry for your granddad, yep. Cowboys 49, your dad, your siblings, and now your you the younger generation enjoying NFL product. So that, exciting stuff. That is a great point. With that in mind, do you think like the NFL from a business perspective would be secretly cheering for the Cowboys because they bring with them a pretty consistent eight to 10 million rate people ratings bump in every game they're in. Well, the NFL will never say it, but uh, I, I think that uh, those two franchises from a worldwide uh, fan standpoint uh, are certainly in the upper echelon of, of any conversation regarding NFL franchises and ability to connect with the average consumer. And uh, as, while I certainly give Cowboy fans for credit for showing up and supporting their team, uh, those 49er fans, they they show up uh, everywhere. <laughs> they, they, I mean, to the point where other stadiums, uh, we saw what happened here at AT&T last year mm-hmm. uh, uh, when they came through. We've seen what happened with the world champion uh, uh, LA Rams this year where 49er fans basically took over the stadium. Yeah. Uh, so they travel, they travel well. There's a lot of fans. I think the NFL wins with either one of those franchises moving forward. When when Alvin Harper makes that catch over Eric Davis, is there like a like 
Was it one of those, man, that was just a great catch moments? Or what was the discussion there? Do you remember? In every, and this happens every game. Uh, uh, sometimes a player is uh, makes a play and, and that's a defensive back. You're in the right position. You've done everything right. And sometimes they just make a play that that you got to tip your cap to. Hey, great play. You got me there, but I'm going to line up and come back at you again. So Eric Davis is, is one of my uh, great friends, great competitor. Uh, Alvin uh, came up with a great play. You tip your cap and, cap and, and you come back and, and try to be better next play. We're talking with Merton Hanks right here on 105 Through the Fan. We, and I feel like national media in general, have talked Dak to death. What are your thoughts about Brock Purdy thus far in his early, early career? Uh, I think he's I think he's done uh, very well, obviously, uh, because winning is so difficult in the National Football League. Uh, uh, he has uh, made sure that the playmakers in the 49ers uh, uh, are seeing the ball. The tight end um, really, Kittle really exploded once Purdy came in. Uh, um, he's distributing the ball well. Uh, when he does miss and make a mistake, it's not catastrophic, which is what you need. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, he's, he's not a guy that's out there just chunking interceptions and so on and so forth. And so I, I think he's done really well. Uh, I, I'm always, uh, look, he's a rookie. I'm always concerned about rookies, especially when you get into these. Uh, divisional and above rounds. Uh, uh, so hopefully he can stay grounded and keep the mentality of get the ball out of your hands, put them in your playmaker's hands, and away you go. And as far as Dak is concerned, look, I don't, I, I personally just don't understand it at this point. If anyone, uh, I think our Cowboys fans have forgotten what it's like not to have a decent quarterback. Fair. Uh, uh, I, I think they forgot. I, I think there's some. Uh, uh, hubris there. Dak is balling. That that guy. Uh, uh, trust me, if 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 uh, uh, Mr. Jones wanted to uh, allow him to test the waters, a whole bunch of organizations would love to come get him because he's the, he's a he's a great package on the field, and he does everything right off the field. Uh, uh, he's a leader that you want in your franchise. I'm I'm a big Dak fan. He does it right. Yeah, represents very well. And uh, before it sounds like he's a Cowboys yeah, fan. Yeah, just a you little love bit. The safety coach. Football. You love Dak. Kind of feels like you could be a Cowboys <laughs> fan. Well, I, I recognize, uh, and one of the great things about this rivalry, and I know you both will appreciate this. Uh, you know, you you recognize uh, uh, when others are doing it correctly. You okay, recognize yeah. when others are doing it right. So, win or lose, uh, uh, you know that. Uh, uh, on the other side, look, they they put that thing together right. Now let's figure out what we need to do to counteract it, right? Yes. So, uh, uh, and look, that's what you're going to have in San Francisco because they, I, <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying, it, they got some dudes uh, at key positions on the offense and defense side of the ball. Uh, 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 so it's going to be, it's going to be a tough struggle uh, for San Francisco, I think. I think if you're a Cowboys fan, uh, you can look at even though San Francisco defense has been at least a top three defense in the National Football League, they've given up some big plays in the secondary that bodes well for our downfield passing attack, uh, 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 that sort of thing. Uh, consequently, uh, they they got some dudes on the offensive side of the ball, and they're all healthy. Uh, I think this is the first time Christian McCaffrey's not been on the injury report in ten weeks. Yep. Uh, so on and so forth. So. The challenge is there, no question about it. It's always a tough trip to go play in the Bay Area. And and uh, uh, I think uh, certainly all of 
uh, professional football fans looking forward to seeing that matchup for sure. It's definitely, I think Patrick Walker put it in his article on DallasCowboys.com and he said, this is two bulls locking horns. And I think yeah. I'm hoping it turns out to be that kind of fun matchup for us. Merton, we really appreciate your time, Absolutely. man. Always enjoy hearing you because I think you have a great appreciation for the game of football. Always enjoy talking to you, man. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great day now. There you go. Merton Hanks right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're the KNC masterpiece. He did it again, dude. He did it again. He won me over. I mean, he seems like a good dude. (laughs) He's at least partially a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I'm somewhere in there. Coming up next, let's chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation right here on 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now, courtesy of DNM Leasing. It is time for a chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Terrific, Hagee. How are you? I am feeling good. Thank you very much. It looks like Luca is still third overall in the All-Star voting in the West behind LeBron. And on the guard front, he's only behind Steph Curry. So LeBron, Steph, Luca is how the overall... Still makes zero sense that there is no Eastern Conference versus Western Conference. But yet we have to vote on five Eastern Conference guys and five Western Conference guys. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. If we're taking the best 24, take the best 24 players. Yeah, that is interesting, right? Is that for the fans? I, I have no idea how they uh, reconcile those two things. Now, we were kicking this around earlier in the show, and I know it's got some intrigue for y'all. Favorite fictional coach or best fictional coach of all time? Oh, it is Gordon Bombay. Hell yeah, The Minnesota Miracle Man. Hell yeah. 100%. The Goodwill Games. And then he takes the Mighty Ducks to beat the Hawks, and they stunk, and the Ragtag Misfits did it. Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. Quack, 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 quack. Flying V. The Oreo line. Do you think if they knew there was going to be three movies, they would redo it for state championship, national championship, and then world championship? Because what happens is... State championship, world championship, and then can we make our uh, prep hockey team? Yes, and they also ruined the third movie because they didn't have Coach Bombay really coaching. They yeah. had to get somebody else, and then Coach Bombay is just a lawyer that comes in and has to save the day. He got too big by that. And then he has to pull Charlie and is like, hey, I'm going to wake you up at 5 a.m. or whatever it is. We're going to have our day, and I'm going to get you to actually love the coach. And it was the best part of the whole movie. Yeah, It's like, well, why the hell didn't we just have Coach Bombay the whole time? Why did we have to get you into this other random coach? It just kind of ruined the entire vibe. I didn't like it. That was a great movie and a great uh, fictional coach. I'm going to go with uh, none other than uh, Miyagi. Oh, oh, that's good. I don't think anybody that's said good. that. That's a and he was even nominated for best supporting actor for that yeah, movie. That's real. That's great. a great answer. Thank you. It was a great movie. It was one of my favorites. He taught the guy to fight without even fighting. You know, know. Just did he, chores. He was learning. Like, great. <laughs> yeah. Do you watch Cobra that. Kai then? I've watched some of it. Okay. Uh, had had a had a good marathon through three or four episodes one time, and I, I love it. Okay, fantastic. What what about you guys? Y'all want to jump in with anybody else? If I say the name Sean Porter, does anybody does that ring any bells? Ice ice guy, the snowboard guy. Okay, uh, that is uh, Sean White. Oh, Sean Porter, aka Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Gridiron Gang. He oh. puts the helmet and the pads on and has them come try and. And put him on the ground. Well, but that's not the one where he like adopts a girl or something, right? No, that was Tooth Fairy. No, uh, no that was the game plan. Or the game plan. What? Gosh dang it, I'm sorry. There was a 
Tooth Fairy movie. That he was, was in a Madison Tooth Fairy Pettis movie. or something like that. Yeah. Um, the uh, by the way, unfortunately, very similar to what Kevin broke the news to me that Herb Brooks was actually a coach. <laughs> it looks like Sean Porter was also a, a coach, and that that was a true story as well. I'm sorry. Wait, about so am this. I bending the rules right now? Yeah, you absolutely. Are. You're breaking them. You're snapping. So, them. so we can't use Coach Boone either. Uh, nope. Uh, according yeah, I to forgot. the rules, I picked the Hoosiers coach Gene I Hackman, love it, but though. then that's a true story or based on a true story. So you can't pick like Gene See, Hackman and Hoosiers. But at least then I'm willing to give you Norman some more Dale. some more leniency, <laughs> as opposed to Corey, like straight up was talking about in 1980. This upstart, like he is literally like Al Michaels, is, yeah. gets in the movie, yeah, and does. then this this line comes from the movie. Do you believe in miracles? Nobody had ever heard that here's before. One, here's one we like, Eric. You got to climb with your fingernails for that inch. <laughs> Al Pacino yes. from Any Given Sunday got Strong. a lot of love on the fan tag. Chubbs Did, from Happy Gilmore, then. is That's what I'm going to go with. Nice. Ooh. That's a good one. Did anybody vote for Reggie Dunlap? Damn alligator. Bit my hand off. I don't think so. We did get a lot of text, so I might have. Slap shot? Yeah, I might have missed Ooh, that, but I don't reference. think I did see that. What about Duke, Apollo Creed's trainer? He saved the USA by helping Rocky defeat Drago. And he asked Rocky to okay. stop the fight before Apollo got killed. Well, Mickey. No pain. Spagnola. No pain. Cut me, Mick. Oh, yeah. Different Mickey. Oh, yeah. Ted By Lasso, way, 100%. Rocky Ted Lasso is a good one, Ted too. Ted Lasso Arguably great. the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I mean, the main fight's set on Christmas. I get it. Rick Moranis, Little Giants. Yes, that that came up. My wife, that was her. That was her vote. Yeah, it's a good one. You what guys you- are way too young for uh, the Bad News Bears. Oh yeah, There's Buttermaker. Man, Morris Buttermaker. Yeah, absolutely. I almost said uh, <laughs> pitching drunk on the mound. <laughs> they had it's to like, take this a- is like Walter Matthau. Ice in her yes. arm and the, the bucket of beer. Walter re- Matthau. I mean, he got Kelly Leak to perform. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> true. When they <laughs> play that movie, there was a player's coach. They yeah. have to take out where the second baseman or shortstop says what they have on their team. That was. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. That's Kelly. Oh, who was the second bit? Tanner. What was Tanner's name? I think, yeah. Then they had uh, Lupus, who was yeah. like the kid they got picked on. Yeah. He was the right fielder. Lupus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the guy who played uh, the badass, he went on to have a heck of a late resurgence in his acting career. Really? Yeah, he really did. He got nominated for an Academy Award and everything. I always wanted his dirt bike. Well, Tatum O'Neill, right? Was she in the... Oh, yeah, she, well, she in the, her too, for the sure. little people thing? I think she might be the youngest actress to ever win, or one of the youngest to ever win an Academy Award. What do you guys got coming up on the program today? Pure Gold is always paper Thanks moon? for asking. Yes. Okay. Fox play-by-play announcer Kevin Burkhart will join us at four. Woo! The show of yep. whales as well. Roll home with the G-Bag Nation. We have been the KNC Masterpiece. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan. Say goodnight, Kevin. Good night, Kevin. Say, do you believe in miracles, Kevin? Do you believe in miracles? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.